It's time to take a look around the NFL with our weekly visit from John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. I need to see a dog make a play. No puppies. I need a dog to make a play. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Never seen anything like it, Q, and that goes back 45 years. I've been covering the NFL. I've been an NFL fan since I was a kid, eight years old in 1960. I followed it closely. I have never, ever seen an offseason like this, and so much of it is involved, involved money. Right. And <laughs> players like Devontae Adams wanted to get paid. Tyreek Hill wanted to get paid. Deshaun Watson. It's not just football. The Houston lost on back-to-back days, kid. Deshaun Watson of Cleveland and Carlos Correa to the Twins, two yep. superstars. And, and we knew they were gone, and they held out hope they might be able to get Correa. And then the losing to the last-place Twins was a punch in the gut. <laughs> but what's going on around the NFL? It's like every day there's another financial bomb that's dropped involving a player. And I'll tell you what, right now, the Raiders got to feel good what they gave up to get Devontae Adams compared to what the Dolphins gave up for Tyreek Hill. Right. I agree 100%. Do you think that this is what we're going to start to see now? This is the trend. Teams going all in on these superstars, try to make their team uh, instantly better? You know, it's a, it's a monkey see, monkey do league. Mm-hmm. If a team like the Rams goes all in, gives up draft choices, goes for veterans and they win the Super Bowl, then others say, well, you know what, let's do that too. And then there's other teams like, say, Green Bay and now Kansas City. They say, well, we're up against it on the cap and we've got to do something. We need draft choices. They're young, they're cheap, and they're able to do that. Now, when the Raiders extend Derek Carr, you know, they're they're going to – and everybody – if you got a good cap guy, you can do just about anything. But you still push it ahead, and you have to pay the piper at some point. But your fans and media have to understand you're trying to win now. And if you're playing in the AFC, my God, you have to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. So you have to make moves like that, not just to stay competitive, but to stay in playoff contention. The AFC West is going to be so much fun. But they're going to beat up each other. You know, they may end up mm-hmm. being like Tennessee, the defending champion of the AFC South, who had home field advantage and blew it. They might get it again. You know, they win four games automatically. Well, I'd take that back. The Texans beat them one time last year and lost by three on the other. The Colts lost to the Jaguars. But the, you'd like to think that a team like the Titans should have four victories over the Jaguars and Texans. You're not going to get that most likely in AFC West. And so I'll be stunned if one of those teams survives that well enough to get home field advantage in AFC. The odds are against it. It's like when the when the Patriots were ruling the NFC I mean AFC East and they counted on six victories every year from a bad division. And right. that's not gonna happen in the AFC West. No, no, it's not. Not at all. It's exactly what uh, I've been saying the whole time. And when you look at, at the, the wide receivers and the tight ends that the Raiders have, you have Devontae Adams, obviously. You have Hunter Renfro and then Darren Waller as well. Those three guys, for Derek Carr to be able to distribute the ball, it doesn't get much better than that, John. When you look at those three guys, uh, where do you cut? Not rank them, but, but how high do you think that these guys could really be, all three of them together? 
Well, right away, if you look at Seattle, D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, new tight end Noah Fant, that's a pretty good group right there. And the Raiders is right up there. At some point, Waller's going to want to get paid, too. That contract that was given to Deshaun Watson of 230 guaranteed is going to affect every other contract that's done for a quarterback. Devontae Adams, if it wasn't for Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill would still be achieved. So they have to maximize it while they can. Hopefully they can stay healthy. I was amazed I saw uh, odds today when we were doing our show this morning in Houston that the Raiders are way down the list of super, uh, for winning the Super Bowl. And I was stunned they weren't higher. People are jumping all over the Colts bandwagon, and I'm thinking, why? Matt, Matt Ryan had 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and a 90 rating. And he gets sacked a lot. Okay, he's going to Indy. Indy choked the playoff of the playoff game, the playoff, I'm sorry, playoff clinching game to Jacksonville. So why is everybody all over the Colts in the AFC? Because Colts will be lucky to make the playoffs. We could see four teams from AFC West make the playoffs. And uh, another thing about the Colts, yes, they got a great running game. Frank Rogers won one playoff game since he's been there. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be hard if you're in AFC to make the playoffs. It is going to be really hard to win the AFC West. But I would imagine the media and the fans in AFC West City are so pumped right now for the season start that you can't wait. Right. Want to want to try to get a game played in March, but we all know that it doesn't happen. You can't play the games, and you sure can't win the games either in March. We're talking right now with John McClain from the Houston Chronicle on Twitter, at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. My man demond has got one for you. John, has anything surprised you with how the Deshaun Watson situation played out from him getting $230 million guaranteed or the Browns saying that they talked to him and they trust him at his word? Has anything surprised you at all? Uh, there's a lot of things that surprised me. First of all, DeMond, I was shocked, just shocked when he chose the Browns. They were the first team out. And then when you all offer unprecedented amount of guaranteed money, and that'll make up for a lot of wind, rain, hail, snow, slush that he's going to have to deal with playing at First Energy Stadium on Lake Erie, which makes it the windiest stadium in the NFL and one of the worst to play in. That's why they always have to have uh, a great running game. You think about it. You're playing in that stadium compared to, say, Allegiant Stadium, <laughs> and it's going to be a big difference for a quarterback. You think Derek Carr? Would like to play on the banks of Lake Erie for 230 mil, guaranteed he would. But that shocked me that he went there. It was kind of uh, laughable, and we don't say that much because 22 civil lawsuits accusing him of sexual assault, misconduct, and harassment, and no team, once those grand jury no building with criminal charges, teams lined up. They don't care about those civil suits. They don't care about those women. They give lip service to it. But they don't. We see at times when players beat up women. We've seen players drive drunk and kill people, and they come back to standing ovations. And that's just the way sports are. And football is no different. But uh, I'll tell you what, when he did that deal and the Haslam and the Browns released their statement and they said they talked to three 
female attorneys who worked for Watson's lawyer, and they felt comfortable with it. I'm thinking, my God, what would you expect them to say? And then it was a story in The Athletic detailing everything that said uh, they didn't contact Tony Busby, the plaintiff's attorney, because they thought their interest would get out. Well, that didn't wash once it came out that they were one of the teams. They had plenty of time to call that attorney. Tony Busby told ESPN nobody from any of those teams that were supposed to be vetting him called the attorney or any of his clients. Yeah, John, do you think that after this, do the NFL will hand down a suspension? Or do you think with no convention, conviction that the NFL will just take a step back and maybe try to ease their way out of penalizing players that aren't actually being taken into the criminal system? Now, Roger Goodell suspended people before with no criminal charges because it's called conduct detrimental to the NFL. When you see Zeke Elliott pull a woman's top down on camera, that's conduct detrimental to the NFL. Kareem Hunt drop-kicking a woman in the head in, uh, on video at a hotel, that's conduct detrimental. If you have 22 women file a civil suit, two others go public, that's 24 that's conduct detrimental. So he's going to get suspended. The Browns know it. They lowered his base salary to a million because money that is given up in a suspension only comes out of your base salary, not your bonus. It was a very smart thing to do. And whatever Goodell hands down, I'm sure he will appeal it, try to get it reduced. And I tell Texans fans, you know, they have, they get a one and a four this year, they get a one and a three next year. The more he gets suspended, and a backup plays, the better chance the Texans have of taking mm-hmm. advantage of more losses. Therefore, 2023, that first and third picks well, may be the highest that they will get from the Browns. So, of course, everybody here will have to hope they lose. Right. <laughs> and they probably will. I mean, they probably will. I, I, I don't see a whole lot of winning coming for the Browns as long as Deshaun Watson isn't in there. And so what does that mean for Baker Mayfield? He looks like the last of the Mohicans. He's the guy out there that seems like nobody wants. Where, where do you think he ends up? Mayfield, who is a pain in the butt, as people know, uh, behind the scenes. He had a good season in 2020. They went 11-5, beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs, lost the next round. So everybody was fired up last year. I was so fired up, I picked the Browns to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> now, um, Deshaun Watson owes Mayfield a lot because once Watson eliminated the Browns, Mayfield went public to ESPN and said he wanted out. And the Browns people are like, oh, God, he's going to be a bigger pain in the butt than usual. Maybe we better try to get back in these sweepstakes for Watson. What can we do? Well, we got talent, so let's offer more money and let's offer guarantees and see if that works, and it did. Now, if I'm Mayfield, he said he wanted to go to Indy, they wanted Matt Ryan. If I'm him, I want to go to Seattle for the reasons I said before. D.K. Metcalf and, and uh, Tyler Lockett at Whiteout, Noah Pant, the new tight end for Denver, first-round pick in 2019, and then they re-signed Rashad Penny, over the last five games last season, he averaged 132 yards rusher. And the only player that gained more was Jonathan Taylor, the NFL's leading rusher. So they got some firepower there, and they have tradition. So if I were Mayfield, I would have my agent call Pete Carroll 
and say, my client wants to come talk to you and uh, make a case for himself, and he's willing to play on the last year of his contract, not try to get an extension now and prove himself. And if nothing else, maybe Carolina, you know, Carolina still needs a quarterback. (laughs) He'll land somewhere. And for his sake, he should hope it's with the Seahawks. Yeah, that would be the best landing spot. That's the one I was thinking of as well. I just don't know if Seattle wants that headache that is. Baker Mayfield, again, we're talking with John McClain from the Houston Chronicle here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Just got a couple more questions for you. And I kind of wanted to know what now that you have – uh, you know, if you're the Texans, you have all that draft capital under your belt for Deshaun Watson. How do you attack the draft? Where are, the, where, where are their needs that, that they should go after? Well, they got needs everywhere. They were 4-13. and 13. Uh, they, they lost four games by one score. But still, they got needs. They haven't spent a lot of money in free agent for the second year in a row. The GM, Nick Serio, has been very judicious. Next year, they're supposed to have over $100 million available. And he pointed out after the Watson trade, you know, and I already knew it. We've been writing and broadcasting this. That's when they're hoping to be competitive, a playoff team. Again, if everything goes well, and they'd be more likely not to blow money like Jacksonville, but to go target uh, better players who cost more money. Now's not the time to do it. They have the worst running game in the NFL, worst running game in franchise history. Their leading rusher, Rex Burkhead, should be the third running back. They need two backs. They need offense. They need interior offensive linemen who kick butt in the running game, like Ike Aquino from North Carolina State. They need a safety like Kyle Hamilton. I'm talking about to use the third overall pick because they are destitute of starting safety. Right now, if I did a mock draft queue, I'd say Kyle Hamilton, number mm. three of the Texans, yep. because it is a really deep draft for interior offensive linemen. They could get one with 13. And then they need a pass rushing right end. And then they'll have all four defensive linemen set. And then I'm hoping they'll draft a back in the second round with a 37 pick, like Brees Hall, the running back Mm -hmm. from Iowa State, and Kenneth Walker, the third from uh, Michigan State. John, because uh, we talked about it earlier when you said that this has been a wild offseason, but when it comes to the conference alignment, have you ever seen it to where it looks like that there's just such difference in the AFC and the NFC? Like, have you ever seen it be this despairingly? Because I feel like the AFC stacked in the NFC. Who knows what they have going over there? Demond, it's like the wheels of justice, <laughs> and one side is weighted down, and that's the AFC because it is just so heavily uh, favored uh, to win the Super Bowl. Now, they may beat up on each other and get to the playoffs and beat up on each other. It's like the NBA with the NFC, well, um, NFC with the Western and Eastern conferences. And for so long, the Western teams were the best. It was harder to make the playoffs. Now, some champions, Cleveland, Milwaukee, they, there was teams that came out of Boston, that came Miami, that came out of the East, but top to bottom, it was so much tougher, and they beat each other up. And so I think that's what's going to happen. The discrepancy to me is mind-boggling. By far, the most, uh, the biggest difference I've ever seen in the NFL. Should be a lot of fun. <laughs> Something to look forward to, that's for sure. And we're only in March, so we got a long way to go. But uh, John, all your work is on Texas Sports Nation. What do you got coming out that we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah, I wrote a column today about the Texans quarterback situation, and they're going to 
lag with Davis Mills, and I got a column coming Sunday about Lovey Smith's first season just gets tougher and tougher. It's bad enough they play the AFC West. Now they got to play Deshaun Watson in Houston. Looks like Jacksonville's going to take the best pass rusher in the draft. Aiden Hutchinson will be chasing their quarterbacks, and every day it's something new that makes it tougher, but you know what? It just means a higher draft choice in 2023. Right, no doubt about it, John. Great stuff as always. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, I'm going to give you a call after I get off the air uh, as well. Thank you very much, Q and Damon. I always appreciate it. You guys have a great rest of the day. I will do. There, you. there he goes. The great John McClain right there. The general push back an extra day uh, for us. Usually joins us on Tuesdays at 3 o'clock, but because of Devontae Adams was willing to push back till Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, I always like to pick the brain of John. So definitely going to hit him up after the show and get a little bit more information because, look, I could have talked to him for another 30 minutes. I had so many different things to talk to him. I was like, oh, well, I think at some point I probably have to let him go. He's got yeah. other things to do. Because I didn't want to pile on the Texans too much, but I really wanted to ask, how bad did Bill Bill O'Brien hurt that franchise when he made those trades? Yeah, because they it, put him in a bad position. They got the draft capital back from that Watson trade, but you've been able to see what Miami's done, mm-hmm. and then what Arizona's done with DeAndre Hopkins. Right, where it's just like man, you and really they didn't the get brand. they didn't get enough back in return for Hopkins either. That exactly. was that was one of the biggest issues. They didn't get enough in that trade, and that was all uh, Billy O, the good old Billy O. Three seventeen is the time. We'll take your calls and texts. The rest of the show, we're wide open like some old school TV antennas. Highlight at 702-365-9200 and the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Got to give big ups to Hall of Famer Tim Brown. Joined the show earlier today. Then we had Anthony Galavis from the Fresno Bee. Joined the show to talk all things Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. From a Fresno State point of view. Just wrapped up with the general, John McClain, Houston Chronicle. Picking his brain, all things NFL. And now it's your time to shine, Raider Nation. The Sam and Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Also, the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Got a text from Rob in Oakland that I wanted to share real quick. He said, I've been waiting for decades for the Raiders to build an NFL power that consistently challenges for a Super Bowl. If this is the start of something special, I wanted to bust KC and Tyreek's asses on the field while they were whole and feeling good about themselves. I really hope to watch them all walk off the field with their heads down knowing we took the division back. But Tyreek left. I'm a little disappointed, but we still have our hands full with the division. Look forward to settling some old grudges. That's from Rob in Oakland. And I'll say this. What what I love about what the Raiders have done is the Raiders have done what Kansas City's been doing for years. We are going to load up on offensive dudes. We're going to be able to bring firepower to you from different directions, and you have to pick your poison. For years, the Raiders' poison has been, okay, you have Darren Waller. You know that. Okay, that's the guy. You saw what happened last year when Darren Waller was out. Okay, someone's got to step up. Hunter did his job the best he could and did and, and, and excelled at it at a very high level. Foster Moreau, you know, he stepped up a little bit here and there. Zay Jones stepped up down the stretch. But I, I, I hate to call it just so predictable, but that's what it was. Kind of knew where everything was coming from. I mean, to the point where... The Raiders had to go out and make a move for Deshaun Jackson just to try to get some speed out there, right? So now they have weapons coming at you from all different angles. And like Tim Brown said, Hunter Renfro, proud of the season that he had, but he shouldn't be a 100-reception type right, guy. Right, And to hear him say that, it's like, ah, that does make sense. No, it does. It does. I mean, he's a guy, and, and like Tim said, he'll catch less passes this year, but he'll probably do more with it. 
that's what is exciting. So, Rob, I think you're spot on with that text. Thank you so much for that. Let's go out to the phone line zone and talk to our guy, Big Jose in San Jose, the 408 representative. What's on your mind, my man? Welcome to the show. My man Q. Hey, the beast team continues, bro. I'm out here on Coronado Island looking out to the beautiful Pacific, sunny, <laughs> 85 degrees, bro. It's like no Sarah, bro. Summertime, summertime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, man, um... I think that the one thing that's being forgotten in all this is uh, the acquisition of Demarcus Robinson, bro. Yeah. That dude is legit. Yeah. He is legit. And I think now with the acquisition of Hollister, I mean, Hollister and Demarcus Robinson, I think that Brian Edwards and um, Perot, uh, Moreau might be on the move, bro, because I know a lot of teams did cover, cover Moreau, Foster Moreau, and, you know, it makes sense to, like, try to get back some of those, uh, bunch up on those picks in the, media, in the, in the middle rounds, like, Day day two and day three, three, four, five, maybe, if we can get something together. But I like our odds, man. I like where we stand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Hey, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. And I'll say this. I, I, um, you know, I thought about that as well. Brian Edwards is not guaranteed for the team. He's not. He's a former third-round pick, and most times you'd say, hey, a third-round pick ain't going nowhere. He's not this regime's third-round pick. Now, he had an opportunity last year to really step up and show his worth, and it didn't really cut it. Now, again, not saying he's on his way out at all because Josh McDaniels might look at him and say, hey, we got something that we can really work with. And like Tim Brown said earlier in the show, it's not something and he's not someone who all of a sudden has to have to have all that pressure on him to go up there and really shine. He doesn't have to worry about that. All he has to do is go out there and, and perform when his numbers call. But that's not a guarantee he's going to make the squad. You know, so and and there could be there could be some guys on the move that that you know we're not talking about right now because we obviously don't know. But uh, you know that's why it's March and you can't hand anybody a Lombardi Trophy right now. You know, and I keep trying to tell everyone. I have people hit me up all the time. Q, are the Raiders the best team in the AFC West? Nobody's the best team in the AFC West. I mean, really, I could close my eyes. I could put the Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, and Raiders names in a hat. Close my eyes. Matter of fact, I'll go get the UNLV hat at the house that I don't wear. I'll go get that hat so we put it to use so you can stop crying about that. I'll put these names in a hat, close my eyes, and grab one, and that's the best team. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's just what it is. Because it's all on paper. It's all on paper, and they're all that evenly matched. And I believe exactly what John McClain said. These teams are going to beat each other up all year. I don't think Kansas City is going to sweep the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are going to sweep the Chargers. I don't think Broncos. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone's getting swept by anyone this year. I just don't. Because the because not not just the division, the conference is so stacked. I don't see how anyone is going to pull away. Maybe he said Tennessee, but I don't see how anyone's going to be able to walk away from the conference with 12 or more wins. You see how close it was, the conference was this past year, right? I mean, even when Tennessee was killing it, they were like they were the one team, and then everyone else was really bunched up. I mean, look, the, I mean, the Raiders went down to the last week of the season to even get into the playoffs. It's going to be a hell of a run. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's talk to our guy, Slow Jams James. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? It's been a minute. What's going on with you? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's still. I know what's coming. I know that it's coming, and it's still. It's like, ooh, there he is. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here I am. So, listen, um, I, I'm i very happy to see that Tyreek Hill is no longer in the AFC West. I, I've been tired of seeing him torch the Raiders as many times as he has, but I am still not sleeping on the Chiefs, and not just because they're still the Chiefs and they have a bunch of weapons, but because with this move, 
and not a lot of people are talking about that, but with this move, they've cleared about $20 million worth of space. Mm-hmm. So um, they can still go out and get an OBJ. They can still go out and get a Jarvis Landry, um, which is equally painful. So, um, you know, even though I would say this, even though they are late to the dance, they can still dance and walk away with the top prize. So I'm not ready to sleep on the Chiefs. I'm not really ready to celebrate that this is going to be our division because, like you said, right now everything is on paper. And until we actually get on the field and see what happens, especially when, since we've got late-stage free agency, we still have you know camp cuts after mm-hmm. training camps and preseason. We just have no idea how these final 53s are going to shape, up, shape out. But right. I would say right now um, – this this division is, on paper, very, very deadly. But don't sleep on the Chiefs just yet. Oh, no. Hey, I agree. Thank you for the call, my man. I agree 100%. That's why, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and say, oh, this team's the best team. This Because, I mean, again, to me, they're all right now, they're all even. They're all neck and neck. And, and you're right. Not enough people are talking about the cap space that the Chiefs have now. Not to mention the draft capital that they have. They just picked up a boatload of picks for Tyreek Hill. You don't think they got some counter move coming? They probably already thought about it when they traded him. Well, yeah, exactly. No, no, I'm saying because yeah. like, it was just like, oh, I want to get traded. All right, man. Yeah, we they already about had three next moves right they now. They had that. That's right. They're not. They're not playing. They're playing chess, not checkers, right? And and that should be what every team is doing, trying to play chess, not checkers. Because you've got to think about one, two, three, four moves, just like what the Raiders were doing. The Raiders let, you know, Denver go out and make their moves, let the Chargers go and flex their muscles, and then they quietly from the back of the classroom said, <clears throat> don't forget about us. We're right here. And they made moves. Well, the Chiefs sat back. You know, they signed Juju Smith-Schuster. That's cool. Number four wide receiver, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, really, at the time, they had Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. And, and I know Kelsey's not a wide receiver, but similar to Darren Waller, he's a, he's a top option. So they had Tyreek, they had Travis Kelsey, you got McCole Hardman, uh, you had, well, obviously bringing Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, who else? They got some other guys if there. Josh Gordon is healthy. Oh, Josh like, Gordon is there. Right, yeah. I'd still take him over Juju. Right. Yeah, yeah, me too. Josh Gordon could be a stud, but we've been down that road too many times. And now all of a sudden you get rid of Tyreek Hill, and now Travis Kelsey looks a little bit more vulnerable because now you know that he's there. McCole Hardman, who they were starting to sour on a little bit last year anyway, now he really has to step his game up. But again, I say all that to tell you, there's a counter move coming. It's like, it's like when you're playing, it's when you're playing defense. This is what the coach told me. The very short time that I played football. Very short time. I was lined up on the outside. There was nobody. There was nobody on my side. We're in zone coverage, right? Nobody on my side. If something's going in, at some point, something's coming out. So you got to keep your tail in your zone because something is coming your way, even if it's not there right now. Even if you can't see it, something's coming your way. So the one time I got out of my lane because I was going to be the hero because there ain't nobody over here. I'm going to go creep over to the middle of the field and get that interception go the other way. I'm thinking about my touchdown dance. That's when someone comes out the backfield, goes right to my zone, and then I'm looking at the back of their jersey. My bad. I can see that so so. Oh, vividly. yeah, hey, man, it happened. There's video of it. Hey, did you see um, Michael Sean Dugar? He had the tweet about the Seahawks yes. with the media. yeah. Like the combine, the media combine. I would combine, win that, by the way. You would win it. I think I would. I think I would. You who's know, gonna, there are some things that, you know, who's the, gonna the media win? ain't going to help you with. Who's going to Well, yeah, that's true. 
I still think I'm going to win. I don't know. It might who's going to beat me? It might be somebody else who's out here covering the Raiders. Who? I don't know. Call him. it. Call your shot. I'm not saying Call me. your Come shot. On. I'm saying who? <laughs> I'll on. call my shot. I'm, I'm winning. I'm confident. I'm winning. Y'all hear this at headquarters? Yeah. Set it up. Deshaun, Vic, Adam, Paul, Vinny, Hondo, <laughs> Heidi, Cassie. Sam Gordon might give me a run for my money. Ooh. Sam, I'm still winning. I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot. Clay. You go, okay. So JT. After, after the 40, what you got? Don't matter. I got hands. I can catch the rock. <laughs> yeah. I can catch the rock. If if they were throwing the football at us, how many balls do you think Vinny's catching as opposed to me? Who, who if you had if 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 you had your life your life was on the line, Damon, we're gonna give you a big raise or we're gonna fire you, depending on who catches the football. Are you calling me or are you calling Vinny? I'm calling you. You okay. got to call. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let's go with the odds. At least at the very end of the day, I have confidence. That's half the battle. That's all it takes for you. Because I would talk half those cats I, out of their game. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, you that's know what, what you're going to do. I, yeah, I would talk them out their game because I'm going to be talking trash while they're up there trying to line up. You know, you're quiet when they're all lined up for the 40. I'd be like, come on, Paul. What you going to do with it? Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Paul G. You you were in the you were in the you were in there with with Marcus Allen man you were in the scrum with Marcus Allen you were peeking over the shoulder let me see something now shut up Q I'm trying to line up oh okay you need me to be quiet I thought you could just go I thought you were that okay I you got know you. what I know what would happen what you'd run the forty and I do like Dion I'm out exactly <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have nothing else. No. Like, I ain't gotta prove nothing else I would do everything I, I could do the jump I could jump out the gym putting up you putting up two twenty five uh, hey I'll do it a couple times. Maybe once, okay. maybe once, maybe once, maybe not, but I'll try. I mean, I'll try it. I'm not saying I'll put it up. I'll say I'll try it. There's wide receivers that ain't put them up. I can, I can at least try. How many did, uh, I didn't see guys in those, in that in Seattle put up 225. I didn't see one person doing 225. I'm just saying, I, maybe I'm that asking, wasn't did a part you of it. Was, it wasn't part of it? Maybe, now maybe it's not part of it because I can't do it. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so I that, that's, that's I where you're going to come in. Yeah, you and Levi. Levi would. Yeah, you and Levi would. You guys would be in the weight room together. You, Levi, and Deuce. It'd be you three hanging out. The rest of us would be like, we're gonna go do something else. (laughs) (laughs) Let me do the three cone drill. Right, right. Yeah, let me do anything. You're right. Yeah, two twenty five. Like I said, I'll I'll try. I'll sit there. (laughs) I hope that you and Levi are on both sides of me, spotting me. And you know how you you see guys helping push it up. Yeah. I'm hoping you guys are gonna do that. Demond would be like, oh, just drop that thing on him. He's fine. Be like, yeah, 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 exactly. Let me get some help. That's how I'm going to put 225. Give me a little help. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. <laughs> Couldn't let it go because I saw somebody tagged us in and it's just like, ah. No, that'd be fun. I'd, I'd definitely be down to do it. I'm, I'm just winning. Overall, I'm winning. Even if, it's, even if you include, even if I get all the penalties in the world, you know, to push up the weight, I could do everything else. I'm good. I'm was winning. That vert, was that vert looking like? I, I got it. I could jump out the gym. I'm good. That's what I do. The only person I would have any concerns with that would be my arch nemesis would be Sam Gordon. That's it. Wouldn't be you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't be you. I've seen your athletic ability. Okay. I've seen you quit at the starting line. Okay. When none known the line. Including you. You didn't even know where the starting line was. Got some callers, man. Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) Border Jumper Raider, you're up next. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, what's up, Q? Chill it, man. All right. So, like, you know, this has been Raider Nation's March Madness. Now Tyreek Hill, he's out of the division. And I, all I can hear is, is um, Brent Muster yelling, 
you know, blackjack, baby, 17 to 4, 4 to 17, touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's been, this is uh, this is the notifications. It's been wild just watching all this. This is not the Patriot way. This is uh, Ziegler and McDaniel's way. They're doing it their way. And it's, 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 it's uh, all I can say is Raiders. Nice. I like it. I like it. You know, he said blackjack in 17 and 4, and I, I was listening to the morning tailgate this morning with Clay and Heidi, and I forget. They were, they were asking for um, one-two punches or, or what you know what nicknames you can give Carr and, and Adams, and I don't remember who it is, and I apologize. I don't remember who it was. Somebody, they texted in with that and said blackjack, and that's because 17 is Devontae Adams and 4 is, is uh, Derek Carr, and so whenever uh, whenever – they scored, you know, there's a touchdown score by Devontae Adams. Then you're going to hear Brent Musburger say, Black check, baby! And, it was, and that's how you know Devontae Adams and Derek Carr uh, teamed up on that. I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh, I love it because Blackjack's my game. Uh, oh, there's your, dr- okay, there's your flex right there. Now I know when uh, whenever he don't answer the phone, when I call him about something that has to do with work, he's either out with Kayla or he's playing Blackjack. So now I know. Or maybe you're playing Blackjack with Kayla. Like I said, you know, enough of this Kayla. <laughs> Man, she annoyed, hurt you. Annoyed me. She hurt you bad. Let's go out to Oakland. Let's talk to our guy Rich. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, Q. Yeah, hey, how you doing, brother? Good, good. Yeah, I hadn't called. I hadn't got a chance to call in since we signed Adams. Man, that was a crazy day. I love what what Ziegler and McDaniel's is doing. You know, get Derek a real number one, his best friend. Makes it even better that I didn't even know that Adams was a Raider fan. That's that's just crazy, man. It just feels like the stock is rising for the Raiders. Uh, with today's news, you know, I know that people are talking about the Chiefs and they did get a bunch of draft picks, but it's going to be highly, very highly unlikely for them to get anybody like Tyreek Hill in the draft because we all know Tyreek Hill is a generational talent yeah. and he's a Raider killer. You know what I mean? No matter what, he was always going to put up numbers against the Raiders. Being out of the division, it's just like a breath of fresh air. I feel like I'm not going to sleep on the Chiefs. This division is stacked, but I feel like we're built to go head-to-head with any of these teams. We're really in the best division in the NFL, but, you know, Derek got his weapons on offense. The defense is looking nice. We might – I'm hearing that Tyron Matthew might come over. It's between us, the Colts, and the Steelers. Man, it's just – it's just – man, it feels good to be a Raider right now. I'm looking so forward to be at the home opener. I know know we're still in March, but – all the moves that Ziegler and McDaniels are, are making. And let, let's show some love to Mark Davis also, you know. Mm-hmm. He moved us to Vegas. He got so much hate. You know, he's getting so much hate because we brought over McDaniels and Ziegler. We didn't keep Mayock and, uh, and Basaccia. But let's show him some love. And we're in, we're in a good position right now. The stock is up. You know, the AFC is stacked. But I feel like we're going to compete. I feel like with Derek Carr, with the offense we got, it's just so many weapons. It just feels so good to be a Raider. I love this team so much. I love the show. Keep it going, fellas. I'll talk to y'all later on. Check back in with y'all like in a month. But hopefully we make some more moves. I don't think we're done yet. So y'all have a great week, and I'll talk to y'all later. All right, my man. Appreciate you. I like that. He's already making plans for the season opener. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Hey, got to get that seat. Got to be ready to see all the action. Get your popcorn ready is what they say, right? Yeah, I went to go see uh, Dr. Jen earlier today. Okay. She was talking about I can't wait for that first rock star event. Oh, nice! You know, nice. people already thinking about this season. Man, you already had to get your back recracked and and and, and negotiated. She so had to work on your back. You're a young man. 
Yo, I'm telling you, man. Sometimes oh, you man. Hey, look, I'm losing confidence in DeMond every day. My man's got to go see the chiropractor already. No, that's because I'm getting I'm getting that prime peak conditioning, oh. making sure the body's at 100%. Okay, gotcha. Rob in Oakland hit us up on the Salmon Ash Tech. 69187. I think the texter's name was Sunny Days. He's the one that suggested Black Blackjack, but I'm not 100% sure. I think you're right. I think that's exactly who it was. Uh, we also got a text from, if it's a fight, I got Muscle Man Damon. So there you go. You got a little bit of uh, love. Believe me, Damon's a big talker. He, he, he got the guns, but you know, he got the guns that don't got no, uh, no ammunition behind them, if you know what I mean. Uh, let's see. And I'm going to say that while he's answering the phone, so I don't have to worry about no rebuttal. That's how you win. <laughs> That's how you won. Uh, Raider Jay in Sacramento says, I say Clay Baker. So he's got Clay. Clay's winning the battle. That's how we know. Did you just... change your headphones? Yeah. <laughs> mine died on me, actually. <laughs> oh, you got the ones with batteries in it. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah. I, I learned real I learned real quick about that. Uh, we got a text. Levi Edwards about to humble Q. Oh, yeah. Le- Levi's going to bring the bring a little heat. He going he gonna to humble DeMond. It takes a lot to humble me. Oh, so you know what? I do what? see that. I do see that happening. Even if somebody do show you up, I don't care. No, it's not. I won't say I don't, I don't care. I'll just shine at something else. Take their mind off what? Like it's like making a. It's like making a mistake. Well, you just do something else better, and then they forget about the mistake you made. That's all. Well, what, what if that next thing you ain't shining in that either? I'm not gonna do that. I don't have that in my in my <laughs> DNA. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not built like that. It's like having a bad show. It's like yesterday. Yesterday was a bad show. Today was not. I was not gonna come back in here and have a bad show like yesterday. Just so that's just the nature of the. But then again, I'm gonna ride myself harder than anyone could ever ride me. I, my expectations for myself are way higher than that. So believe me, nobody's gonna out talk me and even 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 downplay me because I'll 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 push myself down far enough. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'll criticize myself enough. You can you can try to criticize me all you want. And I'll be like, man, I'll be I'll be I'll be harder on myself than anyone could ever I've be on me. I've got that same mindset, but the way you worded it yeah. was just funny to me. Man, I'm telling you, ain't I, nobody gonna beat me up as much as exactly, I beat myself. Up. Exactly, exactly. Sometimes I got to ease up off of that, and I don't even know how to do that. Three forty-two is the time. We'll come back, close out the show with a couple more calls and texts. This is Radio Nation Radio nine twenty. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time! Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920, here's your boy Q. Shout out to Sunny Days. He was, in fact, the one who suggested Blackjack for the nickname... Derek Carr and uh, Devontae Adams this morning on the morning tailgate with Clay Baker and Heidi Fang. 7 to 10 a.m. right here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Of course, JT the Brick follows that up. Noon to 2. Passes the sticks on to myself and DeMond from 2 to 4. And then we pass the sticks on to Vinny Bonsignor 4 to 6 p.m. for In the Huddle. Uh, got another text from Raider 8 Joe 1. That last caller would be like, damn, it feels good to be a Raider. And it's true. Love y'all, Q and DeMond, even though it says Damon. You know what? It's okay, man. You know, people don't spell the name right. I know what they mean. Hey, man, I do too. That's why my name got down to one letter. <laughs> <laughs> Can't spell that wrong. People still spell it wrong. They still do. How do people spell Q wrong? C-U-E. No way. Oh, yeah. Someone's t- uh, gay, uh, yeah. Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, you, know, you, know when, uh, you know when people save your name in their phone? Someone said, oh, his name is Q. So they put C-U-E. And then I remember I was calling their phone, and I was, I was like, hey, man, you got someone named Q in your phone? He's all, and then I, I realized that. I was like, you did not write Q for me. And they're like, yeah. 
I said, man, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. And Q. And then someone else wrote, one of my old bosses put Q-U-E, and I said, that's not Q, that's K. Yeah? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm not Spanish. You know, I'm not asking a question. Hey, somebody go get K. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's close to Kayla. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Let's go out to the Rare Nation listener line. Evan from Murrieta, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, Q. Thanks for taking my call. Love your show. Appreciate a couple you. of observations and, and points uh, I'd like to make. Uh, one, when I heard the uh, Tyreek Hill trade, thought of uh, the movie Ford versus Ferrari, where the uh, the Ferrari's trying to keep up with the Ford. They just blew a head gasket. Kansas City Chiefs couldn't keep up after the Devontae Adams trade, so they kind of blew blew their head gasket. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they're a good organization. They're going to come back. But uh, still, that's a big loss. Right now, they're not as good as they were uh, uh, two hours ago. Um, second, regarding um, uh, JT's show, they had a Seattle uh, host on, and, and he said a lot of interesting things about Russell Wilson and being retired Army you know, you can kind of smell toxic leadership, and that's kind of my, my feeling was I, I'm not a believer in Russell Wilson. They mm. gave up an awful lot for him, and the things that he said was very interesting, and that, that was kind of my observation. I'm not really worried about the Broncos. I think a first-year head coach calling plays for the first time, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't think their team was all that great overall. I, I, don't, I don't worry about them. And, and the Chargers? They're kind of a toxic organization. The way they treated Eric Waddell just really stuck with me. Marty Schottenheimer, you fire a coach when you're 14-2. and two. You fire Bobby Ross when he never had a losing season, took you to your only Super Bowl. I, I mean, this is an organization that is toxic, and I'm not, a, I'm not a big believer in J.C. Jackson after reading some of the things I did. I think the biggest threat to the Raiders is the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, and he reads a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Raiders – really have an opportunity to to do a lot of damage and i really like uh what this new regime has done and finally uh what you had on your podcast about mark davis and absolutely correct uh we met him in vegas he couldn't have been nicer i just like that he's he's not a he's a humble owner who's trying to do the best thing for his team he's not some egomaniac running uh which seems to be uh uh the problem with a lot of the nfl teams like the redskins and a few others but i'm very glad that mark's our owner and i'm very glad to be a raider fan and i'm really uh glad to listen to your show uh, as often as i can thanks very much hey great call man great call great breakdown i love the history of the chargers and all the the missteps that they've taken because boy as an organization you are spot on they have made so many bad decisions even going to la in my opinion bad decision and also all those missteps he didn't even mention anthony lynn Right. The most recent one. Well, yeah, that was a, the, the best step they made was removing Anthony Lim from that situation. But, you know, firing Marty Schottenheimer after 14-2 season was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They, they do make some bad decisions within that organization. Great call, man. Very good call. And I think a lot of people, you know, we talk about Kansas City uh, hurting a little bit because of Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jordan Schultz from uh, Yahoo, uh, and also he just covers all those different sports, is talking about a DK Metcalf rumor that could be potentially DK Metcalf landing in – Kansas City. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, it would be, but come on. Come on, Seattle. They've got the draft capital to get it done. Stop giving away all your players to the AFC West. They've got the draft capital to get it done. I'm just saying, not saying it's going to happen, just throwing it out there and letting you know, because as I mentioned a little while ago, what I say? Where there's a move, there's always a counter move. They have a counter move on the way. Dustin and NorCal, you're up next. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. What up, Dustin? Hey, what up? Chilling, man. Chilling. You doing all right? 
Oh, great. Just picked up my kids from school, with some Chick-fil-A, listening to Radio Radio, nice. Radio Radio. Have a great day. Nice. I like hey, it. Hey, do you guys even remember remember the first two days of free agency or not? Um, <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's no, all a blur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember how, how upset we were? I was listening to the radio and just like, I wanted to call in and just, I, luckily some other callers called in and talked people off the cliff, but like, man, what a turnaround, right? <laughs> Right. Oh, hey, Q, though, on uh, what you were saying that when you were, what were you talking about earlier about how you were playing football and you just left that whole whole uh, side open and they yep. scored on you? Yeah, I violated my zone. Oh, man, you need to come talk to my kids on my flag football team about that. <laughs> Stay in Every, your assigned area, yep. <laughs> yes, yes, it's called a zone defense. Yep. <laughs> but, no, these kids have been balling out for me. Last three weeks they've had eight interceptions, so I can't hate on them too much. Right. Uh, he changed, you know. Like I guess we're not going to bring back. I thought we had some solid guys last year. We've we've only brought back. Could we only bring back Cylon? Is that it? I don't and, even think uh, they brought with all these new guys. Well, no? yeah, I do. Hey, great call. And I'll say this. I don't even think they brought Phylon back. The thing about it is those defensive line guys that they had last year under Gus Bradley, they were thinner, they were lighter, they were quicker. They were guys that can they can uh, jump in a gap and, and, and get through that gap. Patrick, the, 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 the Patrick Graham defense, these guys are all beef. I was noticing the guys that they signed, the 4D tackles, 311, 303, 330, 318. Like, these guys are all three bills plus. Exactly. Solomon Thomas played on the inside last season. Right. Solomon Thomas ain't playing on the inside in Patrick no, Graham's defense. not at all. Not at all. So, I mean, when, when we say, and we said it before, that uh, most likely this is a, a, a turn to a 3-4, a and I know that you're not going to be a 3-4 very often, but uh, still, uh, they're going to be more 3-4 Based. Let's put it like that. Uh, and, and you could tell by the guys that they're signing to these one-year deals. And I love it. I love the one-year deals. Go out there and make improvement. So, uh, good call. Appreciate you. Uh, we got a text here from Raider Fish in Berkeley. And he putting some exclamation points on it. So, I guess he needs me to really make sure I read this one. This is Raider Fish in Berkeley. Give credit where credit is due. The night it happened, all Raiders, no, maybe just win, baby, tweeted at you the two playing cards with the number 17 and 4 on them with the blackjack designation. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to discredit them. I don't even know who all Raiders know maybe just win, baby. I don't know what that even means. Also, he was talking about what he heard on the morning tailgate this morning. Right. So I'm not trying to not give credit. We're just having a conversation. So let me credit again. All Raiders know maybe just win, baby. I don't even know what that means. If that's one name, that's one hell of a name. If that's three names, that's three hell of a names. But okay. Let's give them credit. Sorry, Sunny Days. I didn't mean to give you credit for someone else's discovery. We are really, really sensitive around here. 3.55 is the time. Great way to close out the show. Vinny Bonsignor is coming up next in the huddle, 4 to 6 p.m. Light them up, Raider Nation. 702-365-9200. Salmon text line 69187. Keyword R&R. Make sure you give credit where it's due. It's Raider Nation Radio 920.